Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 801. Nobody gives an S what you max by Eric Bach with romanfitnesssystems.com. And I'm Dr. Neil. Happy Monday and welcome back to another week of Optimal Health Daily, where I act as your narrator of the best health and fitness blogs, all for free. I cover fitness, diet and nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more, just like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors. And then on Fridays, I answer your questions right here on the show. Now this topic today couldn't be more perfect. No joke, this morning I woke up and said, hmm, I think I'll lift heavy today which basically means instead of doing some high-intensity interval resistance training, I'm gonna take it slowly and try and lift as heavy as possible without, of course, injuring myself. And in fact, I was gonna do this right after I recorded this episode. So let's hear what Eric Bach has to say about lifting heavy and how really nobody cares about how much you can lift. So let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Nobody Gives an S What You Max by Eric Bach with RomanFitnessSystems.com I love lifting heavy weights. Lace up the chucks, grab the belt, and douse my hands in chalk, it's go time. Lifting heavy with an emphasis on strength is a necessity to improve performance, build muscle, improve confidence, and look awesome naked. Unless you're a genetic freak born chiseled out of stone, heavy strength training will provide a huge boost to your overall performance and appearance. Problem is, training for maximum strength has limitations and is not the end-all be-all to training. If heavy training isn't respected and carefully planned, tendonitis, ligament injuries, cartilage damage, changes in bone anatomy can occur while simultaneously blinding you to other methodologies of training. Now, if you're a competitive power lifter, then this isn't for you. Maximum strength is the name of the game for your sport. To maximize your performance, you must practice your sport. This is for the others. This is for the athletes, lifters, trainers, HBO watching, whiskey drinking people who want to look and feel better, which goes beyond improving their squat, deadlift, and bench press. For example, your 43-year-old attorney client doesn't give corn-laced poops what he bench presses. He'd rather be able to throw the football with his son this weekend pain-free and look good naked for his wife than bench 315 pounds or spend five sessions working on his sticking points. Strength reigns king, but you should also be able to move, run, and play sports. In the words of Coach Boone in Remember the Titans, you should be agile, mobile, and hostile. 
the max strength phase. Between the ages of 16 and 24, young, testosterone-charged meatheads chase an obsession for strength above all else. You've probably seen them. Cut-off t-shirts, seven pairs of shoes for one session on each lift, and a shaker of pre-workout purple drink. The mantra is, who cares if you're athletic? Just get strong. That will take care of everything. There's some credence to this thought as strength improves your ability to get faster, bigger, and more athletic. But you still need a balanced approach to maximize muscular development, athleticism, and have a bad body. As a coach, it amazes me when clients come in with the ability to squat, bench, and deadlift heavy, but can't perform a lunge or stand on one foot without a loss of balance or jump in a coordinated manner. More troubling is the young guys who aren't competitive lifters who refuse to play pickup basketball with friends because it will hinder their squat workout the next day. Seriously, what are you training for? It doesn't make sense to be better at the things you want to do, but then never do them because it interferes with your 95% of your one rep max set coming up tomorrow. For some perspective, at 25, I've lifted hard four days a week or more for over 13 years as a competitive athlete and trainer. Coaches, older lifters, and athletes always said you'll learn that maximum strength isn't the only thing and that you'll need to change if you want to do this for a long time. I laughed at the time and thought, you've just lost the edge. Now, I'm eating crow. The aches and pains aren't as dull as they used to be. Eventually, heavy lifting wasn't therapeutic anymore, and other things became more important. Playing sports and feeling athletic again, going for hikes with my wife or friends, without my knees screaming, or worrying that it will hinder my workout, and building my business, these things are more important now than sacrificing time and energy to add 30 pounds to my squat. Reflect on your training. The beauty of being a coach is getting to work with so many different people with different abilities, body types, training preferences, and goals. Your eyes open up to so many different variables with training that must be accounted for. Ask yourself, what am I really getting from my training? Am I getting hurt doing stupid stuff? Is this really what I want to achieve with my training? Does adding 50 pounds to an athlete's bench or squat really mean they'll be better or more explosive at their sport? Maybe not if we sacrifice developing or improving another training variable. Did you gain mass and lose relative strength by pursuing maximum strength overall? If so, does the additional mass and decreased relative strength make it harder for the athlete to decelerate, change direction, and add unnecessary spinal compression and joint stress? I still value maximum strength in training and make it a priority with clients, but only to a certain extent. At some point, strong is strong enough, and endlessly pursuing strength is a poor allocation of training resources. Plain and simple, only emphasizing maximum strength as your goal isn't the best use of your time. Training considerations going forward. You should be able to do the other things in life. Don't always let training interfere with your ability to do other things unless you're actively competing or working towards an aggressive or competitive goal. Without your health and the ability to move, it doesn't really matter what you lift once you're in the real world or on the playing field. And your body handles heavy, heavy work much better when you're stronger. So drop your training to 90 to 95% of what you max. Limit the heavy days to every so often and train other qualities and find different ways to create tension. Learn to get more from less and consider max voluntary contractions or isometrics 
accommodating resistance to reduce joint stress like bands and chains, use dynamic speed work, and ramp up heavy sets rather than do straight sets because a popular book told you so. Have a plan and track your workouts, but learn to auto-regulate. Feel like garbage? Warm up and see how things are going. Don't go as heavy or ditch the gym for another activity altogether. Feel great? Awesome. Turn up Rage Against the Machine and blitz this workout like there's no tomorrow. You just listened to the post titled, Nobody Gives an S What You Max by Eric Bach with RomanFitnessSystems.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Like I said at the top of the show, this morning I woke up and I was ready to lift heavy. But there are times, just as Eric described, where I will think my body's ready for a certain workout, but then I'll get started in the warm-up, and the warm-up's making me feel exhausted. That's where I self-regulate. That's where I tell myself, "Uh uh-oh, okay, today is probably not the day. My brain was in one place, but my body is telling me something completely different. And one of the things I mentioned a couple of weeks ago on this show was there's this secret to training. The more you train your body, the more you're able to self-regulate. Now, I didn't use that term a couple of weeks ago. What I had said is you become more in tune with your body. There'll be a point that you'll reach where your body will tell you, you know what, you probably shouldn't do this routine today. And I've been in that place where I would do stupid stuff because I wanted to lift heavy and show everyone in the gym that even though I'm not so tall, I can lift heavy, I am that strong. And sure enough, that led to injury. In fact, I was trying to show off my heavy deadlift one day in the gym. In the mirror, I could see guys behind me kind of spying on me, looking out of the corner of their eyes going, that guy's not gonna be able to lift that weight. I mean, look how short he is. And sure enough, I would lift the weight and clean it perfectly. And I love seeing the looks on their faces because they were shocked that I could lift it. But then I got caught up in that and ended up adding too much weight. And there was a point where I tried to lift it and then ended up throwing out my back. And so I learned it's not worth it. Waking up the next day super sore and barely able to move is not really a priority for me now. I'd rather be functional at work and be able to do my job effectively and be able to take a walk when I want without my legs burning with each step. Those are the things that are important to me now. All right, that'll do it from me for today. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for being here every day. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. I hope you have a great rest of your Monday and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.